Good morning and welcome to another episode of Morning Fog with Dr. Mark and Liz. Good morning, Liz. Good morning, Mark. How are you today? Oh, it's a bright, beautiful day. It's going to be good. So, awesome. and, you know, we have something really fun to bring today, don't we? Yes, we do. And we're both really excited about it. And it's something that I don't think people really think about enough, but um, let's just jump right into it. Today, we're going to be talking about growing and evolving your identity. Basically, we all have identities throughout our lifetimes. And we, some of them are great. You know, you might've had a great experience as a high schooler, but then went to college and had not a great experience. And high school identity is a different identity than a college identity, is a different identity than, you know, first entering the workforce identity. And it's important to understand that at any turn, you have control, full control over your identity. Yet most of us don't realize that. You know, you're right. Most of us don't realize it. And there's a number of reasons we have to look at it. And first of all, we don't just have a single identity. I identify as a father. I identify as a doctor. I identify as it's your, it's who you are. It's what you do. Sometimes you have to intentionally change that. Well, you know, I, I was a mechanic, but now what I really want to be is an artist. I've always had that trait. Sometimes your identity gets taken from you. I'm a physician and I go through burnout and the moral injury and the, and the incredible issues that happen with both systems level and organizational level controllers of, of healthcare when all you're trying to do is take care of human beings. So the fact is, is that your identity may be something you want to change, maybe some that you need to refine or rekindle, and it may be something that you simply want to nurture and move forward. So understanding what your identity is, is really important. Well, and when you have an understanding of your identity, and what you value and what your purpose in life is, you're better able to make decisions that align with your goals and, and dreams. And this can lead to greater satisfaction and, and happiness in life. So that's why this is such an important topic. The thing is, is that there are also a lot of challenges and obstacles that can arise during the process of creating one's identity. And those are things that limit us like self-doubt, fear, judgment, just having maybe some conflict with your values. So what, what we're here today is to really talk about how to go about the importance of finding your identity, the importance of understanding and creating your identity, and then sort of ways to explore it. So one of the most important things about, in a sense, challenging some of those beliefs and patterns and habits that we have is to do that so you can have more self-awareness. Ask yourself, what is really in the way of you having the identity that you truly want? So we'll just take, for example, for years, I was home raising my kids and then all of a sudden became a business owner with Mark. And it, it took me a while to shake off the fact that I, you know, I was in a different role that yes, do Mark and I do a lot of nurturing in this role? 
absolutely. But it's not the same as raising your kids. And so I had to do that identity shift and it was pretty major. And one of the things that a limiting belief along the way was self-doubt. Can I do this? Can I become a business owner? Can I, limiting beliefs is who's going to want to listen to somebody who, you know, hasn't been in the workforce for a period of years, all these stupid little things that we tell ourselves that get in the way. And then we have habits and behaviors that match them. So, I mean, really what, what we need to do is we need to understand what it takes to recreate a new identity when you decide you want to change or when that identity has been sort of crushed, incinerated. And it always comes with creativity. So the first thing is really to be inventive. What is it that I want to do? Where do I want to go? I I have a very good friend of mine who is a very, very fine infectious disease physician. And he could have the identity of being a physician, but he's also an absolutely magnificent abstract artist. And he can certainly make the shift from being a physician to really being a full-time artist if that's what he wants, if that's how he wants to look at his life. But it starts with inventing that new self. And then you need to nurture it. And you nurture it with intention, with intentionality. And with attention, you, you need to embrace that new you. You need to nurture by embracing and by being very intentional about it. Mark and, and I saw, we listened to a great speaker this weekend, this past weekend, who was talking about how he grew up in a very poor rural town. I think it was in Idaho or something. And he, at a very early age, he, he was living in a trailer. His family was living in a trailer. And at a very early age, though, he started watching Lifestyles of, Risk, of the Rich and Famous. And he said, well, if they can have that, why can't I have that? So he, at a very young age, was identifying not with the life he was living, but the life that he wanted to lead. And ultimately, because he was in that frame of mind, that if they could have it, why can't I have it? He got there and <laughs> really got there. But it was it was fascinating to hear his story that he did not let his uh, childhood experience limit him in his life. If anything, he used it to launch into what he really wanted to be. But uh, he still needed to break past and break through some of those limiting beliefs because his mother and father would work very hard and would always say, well, you can be anything you want. You know, anything you want to do, you can have. You can, you can disguise the limit. You can do anything you want. You can do this and you can do that. And he looked at them and said, well, okay, but if I can do it, how come you're not? Mm -hmm. How come we're so poor? How come we lack so much? If, if it's just that easy for me to do, then why aren't you doing it? So he had to get past that. So he, he saw the vision, but life isn't easy. People who are successful didn't just, you know, sort of, you know, twinkle their nose or, you know, or, 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 you know, nod their head like the old, you know, 1960s, uh, I dream a genie or bewitched either one. And it just happens. They worked hard and you need to work hard to get past that. But he did. And he created the identity early in spite of those beliefs. 
and he had to keep moving past them, that he could be wealthy, that he could have that leadership job, that he didn't need to be in the same place that his parents and grandparents had been. One of my favorite things that he talked about too is how he's like, you know, I'm 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 lazy. I don't like to do a lot of things. So, you know, one of the reasons I needed to make a lot of money was because I needed to have other people do the things that I didn't want to do. Yeah. I mean, talk about a mindset. Yep. I, I I mean, truly just absolutely amazing. And we come up and we think that we have our idea of, okay, this is who we are. Or this is my identity. And it's just set in stone. Mm-hmm. And identity is really a mindset. Are, are you a person who grows? Are you a person who achieves? Are you a person who is a leader? Are you a person who looks at the world with, with absolute abundance? Are you a person who looks at it with scarcity? All those mindsets, in a sense, come to a place of identity. You can be a doctor and believe that you're an imposter, mm-hmm. that you're not quite good enough. You can also, you know, like Frank Abagnal, the, uh, you know, catch me if you can, you know, he, he set himself up to be a pilot and he was the pilot and he was, you know, a doctor and, you know, mm-hmm. he didn't have a license. He wasn't an airline pilot, but he was up there. Well, how, how, did he get that? Because he believed so much in what he was doing. Now, I'm not suggesting that's the right thing to do, Mike. <laughs> but the fact is, is that identity is what we create in our head. It's not who we are. What we think about ourselves, what we believe about ourselves becomes who we are. Exactly. So how do we start to do it? One of the first things that you can do is start to understand, you know, identify what are your core values. What matters to you? Is it integrity? Is it compassion? Is it teamwork? Is it creativity? What is it? And then start to think about some of your own unique strengths. Are you resilient? Are you one who perseveres? Is honesty the most important thing to you? Is love? Is it um, love of learning? Is it respect? Whatever it is that, that matters most to you. And with that, you then can take and you can start to reinvent yourself by asking, what is it that I want to change? Yeah. What is it about me that's empty? What is it about me that's hollow? What is it about me that I'm fighting the current? I'm trying to do things I'm not incredibly strong at rather than focusing on those things that I am incredibly strong at. So when you look at your core values, you have an idea then of, okay, what do I need to change in myself to become that next better version. And, and one of the other things too, is to have a role model. I mean, like that man, he looked at lifestyles of rich and famous and that was his role model. That's what he wanted. He wanted the fancy cars, the fancy house, the fancy vacations, the fancy life. And doesn't mean that that's what everybody here is listening wants. It doesn't mean that's what everybody here is listening wants. What it means is, is that you have to identify what it is that's important to you. So what is it that, you, for instance, I want to grow this business with Mark so we can get in front of as many people as possible. So we can, you know, inspire people, motivate people, help people change their mindset so you can transform your life. That's how I'm identifying myself as the person who can do that. And that has to be again with intention. So yes. you have that 
desire, but it's not a wish. It's not a, it's not something just is a very ethereal. You have to be intentional. You have to be willing to put the full force of your being behind it to focus on that. Intentionality mm -hmm. is power. So you have this desire to change, you know what you want to change. And as Liz was talking about, you then have to sort of become very intentional because just hoping that it happens, hope is never a good strategy. It's a great thing to have, but it's not <laughs> Definitely a good not a strategy. So really to sum it all up, having a sense of your identity is great for personal growth and success in life and fulfillment. And so that's the reason we bring it to you because if you are not aligned in your life with your values, with your strengths, understanding your weaknesses, if you don't understand what's either bringing you forward or holding you back, then you're preventing yourself from having that identity that you really want to live. And you know, because you've heard this from Mark and I so many times before, we're all about success, happiness, and fulfillment in life. You get one shot to be here and you want it to be your best shot. And just in case you were to think that this is all some sort of pie in the sky craziness, for years, I wanted to be a doctor and I identified as being a doctor. I became a physician. I became a doctor and I practiced as a doctor. That was my identity. I was a doctor. I was a healer. I was a physician. But then because of the current issues, burnout ensued and I lost my compass. I lost my identity. I didn't know who I was. I needed to go back. I need to do the exact process we're talking about. Now, granted, there's a lot of deeper work that goes with it. And that's what we work with people on because it's not directly simple. But the fact is, you have to understand it can happen. And I identified not as a doctor, although I still practice medicine, but as a healer, because we heal the human spirit. Liz and I come together to make people's lives better. So I see myself not as a physician and doctor anymore, but as a healer. And in any way, shape, or form that I can touch and save and improve other people's lives, in any way, shape, or form that Liz touches and helps and improves and saves people's lives, we do that. And therefore, there is a new identity. Liz has a new identity from mother to healer. I from doctor to more broadly a healer. If we can do it and be successful, so can you. So we hope you got something out of this one. We're pretty excited about it. Until next time. Bye, Mark. Have a great day now. Bye-bye.